This is the ISSP Podcast, the International Society for Sports Psychiatry, or ISSP, aims to carry the science and practice of psychiatry to the athletic community. My co-hosts and I are all medical trainees between medical students and resident physicians who plan to specialize in psychiatry. And we host conversations around the intersection between mental health and sports. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Appreciate everyone for being able to be here. Um, today, we got a great interview set up for y'all. Talk to my good friend and fraternity brother, uh, Victor Vicious Williams, I'm truly a renaissance man. He's a current super welterweight uh, record, a 3-0 boxer, also the owner and CEO of Fight Shape Fit Health and Wellness, uh, NASM and Precision Nutrition Certified Personal Trainer and Nutritionist who graduated from Dartmouth College in 2016 uh, with a degree in engineering. Also, on top of all of that, was a multi-year dual sport athlete in track and field and football. How you balance two sports and Dartmouth, I, I got to get the tips for you because I'm going to still need that. Um, supremely impressive, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Contributions over four years, he brought home, and during that time, brought home the Ivy League Championship in 2015. And a crazy amount of individual accomplishments, including all-time top 10 records held in total receptions, which he was fifth, uh, total receiving yards with ninth on the list, and single-season reception fifth on the list, and the second highest all-time single-game receiving yards. Uh, also part of the 4 by one track team that posted an all-time top 10 time. Um, Move to boxing wasn't too hard to connect with his cerebral approach to life and comfort in martial arts as a black belt holder in karate. Um, also, his boxing career started soon after picking up his cleats, developing his craft over a span of four years to a resounding 13-2 and two amateur record. Under the tutelage of Terrence Woods, sparring with the likes of Antoine Russell, Keyshawn Williams, Vic made the jump to pro boxing in 2019. Um, I think with his unmatched dedication, success is really no stranger to the man. Uh, he remains undefeated in his professional career. Again, as I said, he's 3-0 with the upcoming bout May 7th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, so extremely excited to have you here, my guy. Um, really looking forward to hearing what you have to say, hearing about your journey to get into the boxing ring um, and just giving the chance for people to get to know you. Uh, so really appreciate you being here, man. I really do. Yeah, man. It's it's a pleasure to be here. I'm uh, honored that you you know thought about reaching out to me about this. So can't wait to jump in. Sure, sure. Um, well, first, if you could just you know for the folks who don't know you as well as I've I've come to know you over the years, just give a brief introduction about kind of who you are and and what got you interested in boxing. Um, <clears throat> man, I think that um, beyond the accolades. Um, and stuff like that, like a little bit deeper. I'm from Muskogee, Oklahoma, um, and uh, born and raised there. I always played a lot of football. That was, you know, that was what we were into. Um, and then made my way up to to to, to college in Dartmouth. And um, beyond that, how I ventured into boxing or how I like, discovered boxing was after, you know, like Charles Bay had said it, after I hung up my cleats playing football, I was just looking for a way to, um, stay in shape, but do something that I enjoy without like having to lift so much weight. Like as being a football player, it's a lot of weight lifted, you know, a lot of wear and tear on the joints. <laughs> so uh, uh, I was like, man, like, let me get back into some sort of like martial arts training. And, and uh, Bay, I know, you know, Dom Pierre, I worked with him yeah, yeah. Um, in my first job out of college. And he knew that I was into like martial arts. I was like, yo, like you trying to go to this UFC gym? And I was like, yeah, like for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and we went to the class and it was a general boxing uh, conditioning class and, you know, about 40, 45 minutes to an hour. And after it was over, the instructor came out and was like, yo, like, yo, good job today. You ever boxed before? I was like, nah. 
No, he's like, oh, you never, never done this. I was like, nah. He's like, you should, you should probably talk to the technical boxing coach, Terrence Wood. Um, you know, I think he could, you know, you could be pretty good. I was like, okay, cool, sure. And so, talked to him after that session, and he's like, all right, come back tomorrow. And I came back that day, and I came back the next day, and the next day, and the next day, and he was like, all right, like you try to, do you want to compete? And I was like, sure, why not? You know, I like to compete. Um, so just kind of fell in love with it immediately, and um, um, and uh, the, yeah, the rest is there. I had 15 amateur fights, and you know, midst of COVID, just trying to find a way to to you know keep that momentum going and um and and throughout all of that like having like career changes from you know corporate america to you know boutique fitness to running my own operation and and all that stuff is it's definitely been a, a a learning journey for sure and i mean for me uh personally like the transition from really being done with football and not picking anything back up uh, was a little tough for me and kind of, you know, I was able to dive into studying medicine and going from there. Um, how was the transition from, you know, always been an athlete, giving up, you know, the two sports in college and then finding the footing, getting into boxing? Like, did you feel that that was a tough transition for you or you had other things going on that allowed you to, to feel, I guess, centered and stable? Man, I think it was definitely a, a tough transition um you know having to sort of like settle into like a, a little bit of a different identity um you know post-college post be you know like I, I guess kind of post being an athlete because I didn't I wasn't really quite sure about what I was going to do fitness wise you know for like the first six months I was just trying to uh get furniture and <laughs> all of that stuff you know so uh, having my, you know, having new bearing, having, trying to get my bearings in the new city, like n having never been in a big city before, um, you know, not having like a lot of family nearby. So really trying to just, you know, pull resources to get, you know, the things here and there and, and, and build from, you know, less than zero. Mm -hmm. That was what took up, you know, a lot of, you know, my time. So I, I would say directly post-college I was just more so caught up in that and I think around like 24 25 is when I started to have like a little bit more of a like um it hit me a little bit harder you know what I'm saying I, after I was like settled and I was like okay like this is what I'm doing now mm -hmm. and like like I wasn't really happy with what, what I was doing in work um and you know I saw other people it's like you kind of get into that 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 trap of like comparison to other friends or what you know what other may pe people may be doing in their journey mm -hmm. and um yeah i mean it, it got it got a little tough but I, I think the boxing you know getting more involved with that definitely helped me stay busy and and the gym has always been a sanctuary for me mm -hmm. um so that's kind of where i can go to meditate you know, I don't always listen to music when I train. Sometimes I just like it to be just completely silent, you know, and I'm just, it's just with myself and my own thoughts. So, so yeah, there were some times of like where, where it was a tough transition, but boxing definitely helped. Yeah. yeah. So following up on like transition, how did you feel your, the transition from going from a team sport like football to, to going to an individual like boxing? Did your mentality change about it or kind of talk us through that? Yeah, um, I you know what I like. I always like one on one sports um, a lot because, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like I love playing football. You know, I did it for a majority of my life, um, 
Um, but it's definitely a different mentality because it's mano a mano. It's like you don't you don't have to rely on anyone else for your success. And and you can't rely on anyone else <laughs> for your success. It's like your coach can tell you what to do. You know, he can yell at you, scream at you till his face turns blue, but he ain't in there fighting with you. You know what I'm saying? So um it, it, it's different and, or you don't have anybody to lean on in those moments um physically right um sure. so so i i i like that um i think why i the reason i like that is because i haven't always been on like good teams um <laughs> <laughs> so you know, nothing against, you know, any of my teammates in the past, you know, but, you know, I haven't always been on this, like, good teams or winning teams um, until I, until we turned the kind of, like, our class and the class before us helped turn the program around at Dartmouth to get a championship. And so, you know, I, I always, like, look, I know I'm going to work hard. I know what ability I have. Like, you know, I know there's many people, there's not many people out there that are stronger or faster than me or smarter than me or work harder than me. That's my, you know what I'm saying, that's in my mind, you know. Um, and so if there are people that are out there that have, I know I'm not the strongest or fastest. So it's like, I know that I believe in my, my own ability to figure out how to finesse and be creative with those fundamentals that we were kind of talking about before we got on. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I think that's what, that's what I like about the, the one-on-one sport more, um, than, than the team sport. Both have pros and cons, but. Of course. Yeah, definitely. No, that, make, that makes sense. And it just seems like your mentality, like going into that uh, individual sport, you know, really helped you take off with it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think I think what's also one of the cons of, of a sport like boxing is that it's, it's or like not even just boxing, like or, or like, you know, combat sports, wrestling, mm-hmm. is that it, it's one on one. So it's like when it comes down to it, it's like you, there, there can only be one person in the number one spot. So what, what does that look like? Usually, you know, it usually ends up, you know, you just being in the gym on your own. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it, it's in, in order to get to that level, like you have to put in a certain amount of work that's required to where it's going to get lonely. You know what I'm saying? It gets lonely. And, and if you can't, and if you can't generate the internal discipline or motivation to just show up and get the work done, then, you know, you're fooling yourself if you, if you think you're going to reach certain heights. Um, and that's difficult, right? Team sports, you have people there. You have, you know, camaraderie. You have that. But in boxing and martial arts, if you want to be the best, you typically put in more work or you find ways to get an edge, which requires more time. Um, and, and, and that knowledge, you know, you know that, or skill set that you have, um, you know, you, you kind of want to keep that close to chest. You don't want to share it with too many people anyways. So... Yeah. Yeah, Vic. Um, I mean, just like carrying Charles's uh, intros, like you, you've definitely done some amazing things on and off the field. You know, team sport, individual sport. So, I, at least for us, like you know, when we see some of our athletes, it seems that definitely like what you're saying. The individual sport athletes have a little bit more trouble with you know it being an individual sport. You put more pressure on yourself. You feel more of the weight. You know. Um, when you, when you lose, for example, compared to like on a team-based sport, you know, you can't really, it's not like we're going to blame just you, we're going to blame the whole team. Right. Mm -hmm. So at least for that pressure, like transitioning from team to individual, what have you noticed has been, you know, some things that you notice 
from switching and more so like individual athletes, what could they be looking for if they do go towards a more individual route? Like what are some things, you know, you know, loneliness, anxiety, depression, you think that's more in an in individual sport? I think, I think it has the potential to be more prevalent um, because of that loneliness, right? You, you know, um, or feeling like there's not many people you, you know, you can relate to um, because, you know, you do have to cut out a lot of social events or whatever, you know? Um, so I, I think that, that that has the potential to, to be um, a bigger deal or like, like, you know, more frequent and, you know, one-on-one athletes or combat athletes or whatever you want to label that as. Um, so, so yeah, it's really just knowing yourself and understanding like who you are um, and, and having that self-awareness to put yourself in the best um you know, I guess situation for for success, or 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 surrounding yourself with a, a good team of people who who know you well and and can um, and can help you in that. And and that's not always that's that's not always accessible though. You know, to try to build a team for so it's like it's like how do you do that? Well, you know, you just kind of have to spend a lot of time like self reflecting and and you know maybe even you know doing like little mini experiments and, 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 you know, taking down data, so, you know, on yourself. Right. And, and, and then analyzing that and seeing, okay, like, this is where I tend to fall out. This is where I tend to stray. This is what I do. Well, let me focus on doing more of the things that I do well. And, and then you know, hopefully that drowns the things that I don't do well out. Right. And at the end, I say like focusing more on the things that you do well and, and not, like trying to avoid the things you don't do well because the things that you tend to focus on manifest, right? So if you focus on trying not to manifest something, it probably will, you know? So it's, so it's just saying, okay, let me just focus on the good. Let's do more of the good stuff. And, and I think that that, that can be a, a big help for some people, including myself. Does that answer your question? No, yeah, for sure. That, that definitely answered it, I think. Just like when you lose, but definitely like your three no. So those wins definitely feel sweeter and definitely like is a testament of like you're, you know, fine tuning your some of those data points, fine tuning your individual skills and like double down on your strengths, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I'm just excited for the next one. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. I got to, um, you had said something about. Well, what what I thought was lacking, at least from my approach, I won't speak for for the team uh, when I was there. From my approach, they work. It was very easy to get, you know, very focused in on preparing for you know that next opponent that week, kind of seeing things from previous weeks and seeing how can I change and adapt. But like I didn't, I, I, what I've gained from you, I think really, um, and been able to apply into medical school and kind of brought back into any like training that I'm doing is really being on top of whatever data points that I can track and, and be able to look back and really see what steps I need to take. What's, you know, where am I dipping? Where am I slipping? Is that uh, a quality that you think you have had throughout your time as if throughout your entire athletic career with whatever um, sort of sports you were competing in? Or is that something that has more developed as you've taken boxing more seriously and, and become the professional that you are? Um, no, definitely was not tracking all these data points and or anything i didn't have this knowledge when i was in college i wish i did man mm. i wish and uh, and um um 
I think that that is that starting to do that stuff and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. I don't do it all the time. I don't think it's necessary to do it all the time, right? Because we don't need to be in competition states all the time. That's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Each state is not a sustainable state. Um, um, but yeah, um, I, I think that that's what separates us like an amateur from a professional is, is, is looking for ways to improve. And a part of that is experimentation. A part of any good experiment is data. Um, and because data doesn't lie. Right. So, and, and trying to, um, look for different protocols to, you know, apply, um, if something's working great, try not to change it too much, but we also want to continue to evolve because after a while, like, like you're going to become too efficient. Right. So you need a new stimulus, right. Or, or a slightly different one. So I think just kind of thinking about it from that perspective is, um, it's what allowed, what has allowed me to like get to this level. Um, I wish I would have had that, that, that information or that application to it, especially on the nutrition standpoint. Um, mm-hmm. cause I ate like crap for my entire <laughs> life till I heard, you know, um, until I turned like 24, 23. So, um, so yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, roundabout way of saying like, yeah, it's just like that, that data, that, that try and retrying and tracking that versus just throwing a lot of different things at the wall and, and, and hoping something sticks mm-hmm. um, is, is what has like kind of gotten me to this point. Yeah. And like our times, so our times at Dartmouth, you came in, had had maybe on the heels of a, you know, a, a more successful season than in the past. Um, but kind of just like how, what, what was your mindset coming in? How were you preparing yourself to be a part of a team that was rebuilding, had thrown some sparks, but hadn't really gotten over the hum, gotten a championship in a while to, you know, fast forward a couple of years and y'all were winning, winning a championship, um, a part of a team, great success, great contributions to the team that kind of turned it around. What was, can you kind of like, if you just think back, take us through the, the mindset that you had on being on a you know a difficult team that was having some difficult outcomes, you know the champions that we became to be. You know, it like for me it was the opportunity to start off at a, on a clean slate. Um, you know, I had gotten a chance to connect with some of the guys via Facebook the summer before, and you know we were just talking about how we were training, and you know I think that may have kind of set the tone for us getting there in, in the fall because every you know most people got there in a shape and we all this was a collective effort for me personally let me go let me answer that first um for me personally it was just get on the field it was just be the best you know it's like look like whoever i gotta be like <laughs> i had to do it my freshman year of high school you know as well like i, I got onto the field as a freshman in high school and you know and led the team led, led the district in interceptions at cornerback and so i was like I was fully prepared to go back into that state and to do that. Right. And I, and I did that again and I got on the field um, and I ended up, you know, being a starter my freshman year of college um, just because I put the work in and I like had an attention to detail. I don't think it, it was as structured as what I would do now, but it was, it was just pure work. And I, and I think that, you know, more is not always better. Um, but, you know, at that point, I had do enough to to get onto the field. And then from there, it was just all of us just like kind of just putting in the work, putting in extra time in the in the film study. You know, we saw each other putting in the work and then we started doing it together. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a part of like kind of like the team aspect of the sport. And that's how we turned it around. Like we didn't settle for, you know, um, sorry, that's my pup. Um, Where is 
yeah, we, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't settle for, you know, mediocre. Like, you know, we weren't allowed, like people were serious about not drinking before practice. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I don't know if that was, I had heard like, that that was a little bit of a different atmosphere in the years before. And like, especially in like the O and 10 years and stuff like that. Like, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? That, that is not what we were about at all as freshmen. And then as sophomores and we came into like, as you know, it's an interleadership eight and two, nine and one, you know what I'm saying? Like we were, we, we were out there really, out there really working. Yeah. Um, so it was just setting the tone. Yeah. And do you kind of like use all of your past experiences, all of your wins, losses to prepare for your next, cause I know you've got a next fight coming up uh, soon, May 7th, right in Philly. And so do you kind of use what you've learned uh, from all of your wins losses everything that you've experienced football boxing you know how how is your mentality going into that fight pretty much yeah i've definitely learned man um you know from both positive and negative experiences or um yeah and i I, i'm i guess i paused because they were just experiences you know i don't want to like place like because i've learned from all of them i think all of it has turned out to be a positive experience even in those situations where i might not not have like, been able to perform in the way that i felt like i could have performed but you know leading me to here now you know at this current level you know it's about understanding like in those situations where you will make well let me take a step back and say like like there is no situation in, in which you will be perfect no matter mm -hmm. how, you know you train hard you try to train for perfection but if you if you train with perfection with the expectation to be perfect you will fail every single time right or if you or if you train with the expectation not to make mistakes or to avoid mistakes like you are defeating the purpose i think the purpose is is that we learn neurologically by making mistakes and that's how we self-correct over time so yeah. you know it's like it, it's in competition on nights of competition or when thinking about those things this understanding like look like you're gonna make mistakes and that's okay you know what i'm saying and yeah. and just just be in the moment focus on you know what you need to do focus on what you want to do and like i said earlier don't focus on the things that you want to avoid for sure you know so uh where the mind goes the body flows you focus on those negative things that's where you're gonna that's where you, that's probably where you're going to go toward. So just allow myself to be in the moment, allow myself to make mistakes. And then, and then, um, uh, it's having fun, man. It's, it's a, it's a sport. It's dangerous, but you know, that's why I do. I love it. Um, and, uh, you know, football is, football is dangerous too, so. <laughs> for sure. And I think it's really important what, what you said of being in the moment. Cause I think so many athletes are focused on the next game, you know, where they can take, you know, their talents next, how they can continually evolve their game. But I think being in the moment and just like, you know, recognizing your presence there is so important for your mentality for each and every, like um, whether you're training or whether you've got a fight, whether you've got a big game, like that, that's huge. And I think that's really big for, you know, athletes coming up. Absolutely. And also like, I think it's like taking that a little bit deeper um, some recent studies have come out and shown like like the the mentality towards like training from a perspective of having already won, mm -hmm. how that is negative. Like like you know picturing yourself like you know I guess too too frequently like as if you would like like I have the I have the championship belt right. You want to have confidence, but you you don't want to have this 
this aura of like having already arrived or, or, or put your mind in the in the in the state as if it's already achieved this thing i think right this is the, this is the way that i'm trying to articulate that right um so so yeah it's like it's like like having that confidence and picturing things going well but not picturing or or or, or picturing things in general just visualizing overall both both challenging circumstances and successful situations and then having a winning mentality but not having an already won mentality if that makes sense right yeah that makes sense sure yeah 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 i i like the it's a subtle well maybe not a subtle difference but the nuance involved in how you can get your mind to that point of you know being confident in yourself but not over overly confident to the point of underestimating the opponent or not you know being aware of of setting yourself up to you know make mistakes that could ultimately lead you to the outcome that you don't want to make is is um i mean something i think i can apply as well also to you know practice as a as a physician as well um so it's definitely it's it's a key a key thing to to be on top of um if you have during a fight right um if you ever feel that you are at a place where you're not you're not thinking you're just kind of reacting and doing rather than like in, in in the early on in your career if you had moments of okay i need to get this technique down and really kind of focusing on it and feeling more robotic versus where you're at now um where things just flow like you you you've studied you've trained you see a tell and you react to it or you counter it or you take advantage of it um do you do you, in the midst of a fight when everything is going what is your internal mind your 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 thoughts if you have any um in that moment um just everything that you just said just like like see a tell capitalize on it counter it um just try to see what's going on you know what i'm saying i think going from amateur you know and we think like we're having having a lesser amount of experience like the frame rate is just like pop 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 pop, pop. it's so quick it's just over you barely even remember what happened you like your friends are like yo what you did the second round like you remember that i'm like no i don't remember that <laughs> it's like it, it you know you have to watch video just like oh okay like this is how I recall it. And then as you have more experience, the frame rate is slower, right? Um, so then in those situations, you're able to, I've been able to be more cerebral and pay attention to those smaller tells and nuances. Um, you know, I've only had three professional fights. So that is that is a process that is still happening for me. Um, I didn't have an extent, an extensive amateur career. So I haven't, you know, a lot of these guys have 200 amateur fights and then they turn pro, you know, so, you know, um, I'm very much so still learning on the job, which is, which is fine. Um, um, but that experience and just getting the reps in and getting in the ring in those environments, the more you do it, the slower it moves and the more, mental space or mental capacity you have for for you know that you know to i guess that that ability to analyze just to be cerebral and to see what's going on but i think long story short like i am focusing on just trying to to get better at seeing tails get better at playing chess right it's 
it's boxing is something that is you have to be extremely physically fit for, but it's it's up here. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely um, a mental strategy. Yeah, I, I mean, I have a question. So I know that. So you're. It seems like you went past amateur. You just went. You kind of transitioned to pro quicker, and I'm assuming that you needed more support from like just like trainers, better trainers, um, better. Um, you know, consultants, what are, you know, you using to make sure you get the edge on your other fighters? Like, are you tapping into any like mental health specialists, like psychology ways to think about, you know, priming your, your mind? Um, some of the, uh, you know, sports psychologists actually do some, you know, mental um, techniques to keep you on, on the edge. Do you ever like utilize any of those things or uh, is that something that you haven't tapped into yet? Yeah, I try to. Um, I definitely will do. Um, well, I would say, I, I for the most part, I, I'm in the routine of doing a nightly meditation. Um, one of them's uh, a competition ad, uh, ad, uh, affirmation. I should say a competition aff affirmation. It's about an hour long, and it just plays the same affirmations over and over again. That's just kind of like the uh, the passive mental work that I'll do, um, actively, um, I'll do it more frequently as I get closer to fights. Um, as far as, uh, sessions with a psychologist, a psychologist or sports psychologist or something like that, I did have a therapist that I was meeting with, but it was, it wasn't necessarily in the lens. It didn't start off from the lens of sports specifically, but then did drift into that, um, which I thought was helpful. Um, but I, I would I would love to work with a with a sports you know a psychologist. Um, it's just about access. I think the other thing the things that I have been able to implement or the consultants that I've been able to pull in around me are a dietitian, you know, physical therapist. Um, yeah, I still have my same you know boxing coach, but you know we'll go train and spar at different places every now and then, and you know what I'm saying, and, and get different knowledge from there. Um, but but yeah, I mean, like uh, I think I think it is important to to get that mental work in. I I try to do that by building my own knowledge base and then doing that for myself. Like similar to like the nutrition, similar to like the strength conditioning. Because um, right now I don't have I don't have easy access to it. I mean, well, I guess I don't know. I could probably do more research into how easy that access is. No, yeah, yeah, you're, and I, I think like, and I know Dr. Collins. He's he's also um, not on camera, but he talked. He has, uh, I think, a specialty in trying to incorporate, you know, the psychiatry, the psychology, and then also like that performance enhancement, you know, in like a practice. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, you know, like LeBron, he recently co-signed Calm app for meditation, those affirmations. So at least from that perspective, I know we always think about mental health you know, sleep, nutrition, and like social support. What, at least with those three, and then also it looks like you're also incorporating meditation. Like how has that helped your, um, your skills, your ability to be focused, concentrated, um, and, you know, the best fighter you could be? Um, I think the competition affirmations just like instill this, this, um, this sense of, I mean, it's an affirmation just, just like just like just like like self-confidence right it's like you're training your brain to believe in yourself and i think 
belief is is at the core of of any like great feat uh um you, you have to believe um if you don't believe like your chances of being able to achieve that significantly you know diminish so and then better handling doubts um and so doubts will always be there they don't go anywhere so it's just understanding that you know how to speak over that voice um and 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 just be okay with it being there and 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 um so yeah i don't know maybe i, I feel like i kind of got straight from the question can you repeat the question for me yeah my, my question is a little long-winded sometimes but just um i guess like at least like the meditation you know nutrition how has that been helpful like again to get you to the next level you know yeah, it's been super helpful, man. Like nutrition, been crazy. I got my I got my nutrition certification a few months ago, um, um, and it's been really helpful. Like having access access to more software, having access to that knowledge base, and then being able to help people, and and as a result, better internalize it for myself, um, has been great. You know, I started doing some intermittent fasting stuff for this past fight, and um, just understanding how to be more efficient and metabolically flexible you know, um, with utilizing different fuel, fuel sources, having all that knowledge and the disability to, to talk about that in that way helped me, you know, perform because then I can feel better um, as I'm losing weight, right? A lot of people will try to drop weight really fast and as a result be, uh, have electrolyte imbalances or just be dehydrated or, and, or, and as a result not be able to perform, right? Um, um, so I think that from a nutrition standpoint has been super helpful for me, social support. Um, I got my, uh, Brie, I don't know if you heard her moving around. I got, uh, my pup, right. That was, that was barking earlier. Um, uh, they, they definitely helped me not work too much. I'm always working. Um, and then just my friends, uh, you know, Charles Bay, you know, the support system, people I can always reach out to, you know, lean on if I ever need it, my, my line brothers. Um, you know, even though they may be across the country, it's like the social, the social and the support system and the network that I've been blessed to have is, is, um, man, this is pretty hard. If you, if you are not too prideful, you know, I think that's the challenge for a lot of men. It's just like, for a lot of people, it's not knowing when to, when to ask for help or when to reach out. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, for me, it's like, man, like I got people who are just very, very smart. Like we're all very intelligent, but just in extremely different ways. And so it's like, tap into that, you know, and not, not being too prideful to do that. So, you know, I would, I think, I think for me, it's just my mom instilled into me, like, don't be too much of a fool to realize like when you need help, you know what I'm saying? Like ask for help when you need it, like try to do it, you know, but if you can't, like yes, sir. You, got, you got people that are there for you, you know, and, and, and it's okay to lean on that. Yeah, no, that, that's huge. And I think that that's big advice for, you know, any, small coming up high school college athlete you know don't be prideful you know and and recognize who your support system is because that'll take you such a long way and so just to wrap up like what advice do you have for anyone you know trying to uh make a make a career you know make a living try to uh training or anything for anyone coming up i, th I think it i think that that advice very significantly i mean if they're trying to be a professional athlete my advice would be different to somebody that's trying to be a fitness professional. I think for me, like I'm a fitness professional and I'm a professional athlete. So that line can be blurred. So I would like, that's, that those are two separate fields. Like, but if, as it relates to like health and wellness and fitness and training in general, it's, it's look like, understand it's a science uh, and that, you know, it, 
if you don't understand anything about the science, you probably need some, you, you need help. Like, you mm -hmm. know, help. It's like, use your, use your resources. Um, um, and don't quit, just stay consistent. The worst thing you can do is stop. You know what I'm saying? Like find ways to prioritize movement in any way, shape or form, just keep moving. You know, you get hurt, you hurt your arm, or you can still move your legs, you hurt your legs, do some upper body stuff. You know, a lot of people will look for an excuse not to get to the gym or then fly and find, fall out of this habit. And then, and then they spend a long time trying to rebuild habits. Right. And then it's always like, it's, it's just like this, this yo-yo cycle of, of just always in, I'm getting there. You know what I'm saying? And then, or, or whatever. So I, I think just don't quit. Uh, stay at it, even if it fluctuates, you know, from six hours down to two hours, as long as you move, you move and you, mm -hmm. and you, and you understand that that does a lot for you, um, mentally, physically. So, yeah, for sure. That's good advice. Definitely. Uh, Vic, it's been, I mean, I've known you for a minute, but it's, it's, it's always awesome seeing just people, you know, kind of in the middle of their flourishing, um, in the middle of them, like coming this, you know, whole person who was just, I mean, dominating in multiple aspects of your life, man. Appreciate you sharing your thoughts, sharing your journey with us. Um, for anyone who may be interested in your fight coming up or just wanted to stay on top of you um, in general, what are the ways that people can um, see what your journey is like? And if they're in the DMV area, you know, tap into to some of the resources that you provide, some of the training that you provide. What can great people go? Yeah, so best way to find me is on IG at the boxing guy. The boxing guy is real easy. Um, you know, I do both online training um, via app, um, online nutrition coaching via nice app. Um, and then I, you know, have a brick and mortar in Capitol Heights, Maryland. So, you know, my thing is, you know, uh, at Fight Shape Fit, we just want to build resi resilient human beings who can, who can face anything at any time in any place at any point of their lifespans. You know what I'm saying? So, um, we want to build resilient people and, and, and that requires a holistic, holistic view. So come train with me. It's all about service. Um, fight shape fit is our business page. The boxing guy is my personal page. Um, yeah, that's where to find me. I appreciate y'all having me on, man. This has been great. Thank you. Thank you. And congrats or good luck. I'm not getting ahead of myself. Good luck <laughs> on your upcoming fight. I know you're going to do, um, amazingly. Yeah, thanks, man. And pull up May seventh in Philly. Hope to see y'all there. It is. Uh, the support, the support means the world. Thanks for coming on, man. Good luck. All right, man. Peace. Good luck, brother. Thank you so much for watching or listening to our content today. Please like and subscribe to our YouTube and podcast channels, and share this episode with your friends and colleagues. Also, follow us at Sports Psych ISSP on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can find us on Facebook as the International Society for Sports Psychiatry. Are you a medical student, psychiatry resident, fellow in a psychiatry subspecialty fellowship program, or a psychiatrist who has completed a psychiatry residency program interested in learning more about sports psychiatry? Join us and become a member of the ISSP. We have a free open source certificate of additional training in sports psychiatry program. For more information about our certification program, membership, or other inquiries, go to our website at sportspsychiatry.org.